All right, let's do this again, one last time. <laughs> My name is Gilbert Sampianis, and for the last four years, I've been the one and only Spider Gilbs. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Folkham Entertainment Podcast. I am Spider Gilbs. I'm joined by, of course, by Harry the Spider Goth. Hey. And today we're going to be talking about what is probably I don't I don't know if I want to say it's the best Spider-Man movie now, but it is. It's it's up there. It's definitely like if it, if it's not the best, it's definitely a close second. Oh yeah, yeah, it's way up there. Yeah. So, in case you guys don't know, we are talking about the web-slinging adventure, the awesome, incredible, most just balls to the wall story that is Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, or some uh, some assholes on the internet like to say Miles Morales across the Spider-Verse. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I have to call out the assholes who who, who that whole. Miles Morales is Miles Morales thing. Y'all are dicks. <laughs> and that's coming from a Spider-Man. <laughs> okay, actually, you know, I'm going to take this off because this thing's hot as shit. <laughs> yeah, man, with as hot as it's been here in the UK, I can't imagine what it's like in New Mexico right now. Yeah, no, it's like 90 degrees outside right now, So, I, <laughs> and my air conditioner is blasting full fucking full like force, so I really shouldn't be wearing a leather jacket. Oy, 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 oy. Anyway, misdirection. I don't know what's wrong with Miles. Some people, I, I don't know. They, they don't seem to get the concept that, like, the entire point of these movies and the entire point, of, frankly, comics is that there's loads of different spider people and they're all Spider Man or Spider Person, Spider Woman, whatever they are. Yeah, they, they are all they, they are all spider people. And that's the beauty of it. Is they're, they are part of the spider society. They all need to stop. But, like, it, it's all right. So, there's some people, I'm sure it's a small, it's a small amount. Let's fingers crossed, but some of them are racist. Others just are like, <laughs> some of them are, you know, are racist. Others are just like, you know what? They just don't like Miles Morales and they can't, and they can't get past that. Like they don't like the fact that he's, that he's just, you know, Spider-Man, but you know, and for a, for a different audience. Mm. Mm -hmm. Like, so that's, so that's my thing. Is it just, but yeah, that's basically what it is. <laughs> what was my canon event? Uh, well, I got I got bit by a radioactive um, stoner. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, I'm a glowing Tommy Chong. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> yeah, no, but <laughs> I got bit by a radioactive Deadpool and became. <laughs> I wonder, whoa, that'd be a whole no. But anyway, I was gonna have, have a whole Earth thing instead of Spider Guild. I was gonna put Earth 420 and have like Sp Harrison's like Earth 1922 or whatever. That's why I think that's when I, I looked up. That's when the UK was founded. Fun fact, I think. I guess I, I was like the United Kingdom, I think, not the, not the actual, not England itself. That was like 1925 AD or 925 AD. All right, okay, right, yeah. Because, like, like I, I, I don't know, I yeah, don't apparently, know apparently the, 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 know. you know, the, the four whatever countries that now make up your, your country, nation, whatever. <laughs> You know what I mean? Whatever. The point is, I, yeah. I googled yeah. it. I googled Whatever when did the UK when was the UK formed, and that's the answer I got. So I was just going to put Earth nineteen twenty two. But anyway, enough of a history lesson. Let's go ahead and talk about uh, Spider Man. So this movie does. You know, all right, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna start off with our with our poll. I put out a community poll on uh, I think it was on Wednesday or maybe Tuesday, but I was thinking, yeah. okay, okay, you know, I'll get some. Interesting comments. Maybe some people will like it. Some people will hate it. For the vast majority, what I got here is uh, twenty-seven or twenty-two percent say it was a masterpiece. Ten percent say it was pretty good. Five percent say eh, it was okay. Four percent say it sucked, and a whopping fifty-nine percent did not even watch it. And that's out of one hundred and sixty-eight people who answered. Oh wow! That, 
that is surprising as hell to me to see how just how many people either just had no interest in it or just like like or, or, or also didn't like it because at the end of the day i'm gonna say if you didn't watch it that means you probably weren't gonna like it or you probably just weren't interested in it so i'm gonna put it at 63 uh, percent did not like it or didn't watch it so like damn dude, that's a that's a massive majority there i'd like to hope that some of them it's like i just haven't watched it yet and they will eventually watch it but hey who knows who knows <laughs> mr action yeah he says it was a masterpiece and damn right it was. He's, and he says L for the four percent. I I absolutely agree. Yeah, like like you're missing out on like not not just a a great like Spider Man movie, great superhero movie, but it's a good great movie, like a great animated movie. I wish more animated movies were doing what this movie was doing. Hmm. Real quick, I'm gonna look at. We gotta say hi to Peaky, who's in here. If you're still in here, what's up, Peaky? I hope you had fun on your Xbox stream. And uh, we also got Tasha in here from over on Dead Guys, yeah, from Dead Guys Horde. So I want to say thank you for coming over here and showing some support to the Fulcrum Knights. And also we got Justin Morrison in here saying hi, everybody. So what's up? Let us know, hey, all you guys good. who are in here, let us know what you thought of uh, this. Like, let me know what you guys thought of this movie because I, oh, UK became a thing in 1801. Okay, well, I'm an idiot then. It's, but, it, it's it's it is weird because like because like I remember being taught as well like when I was a kid that like like the Union Jack like that flag was made like centuries ago I believe like but it, it's all different things and the how how much of Ireland we controlled at the time and all sorts of stuff so yeah but I, th yeah, I think but, the UK as it is now like you said 1922 seems to be about it but regardless whatever whenever it whenever it started <laughs> it doesn't really matter because you're spider goth. <laughs> yeah, Spider Goth. Yeah, yeah. Right, but, spider Punk was taken. I am Spider Goth, the less fun version. It's oh, just like dude. what's Spider Goth, and he was really cool too. Like, all right, so let, let's go ahead and talk about that. Like, so, uh, what, who was your like? I, I would say, what, who was your favorite Spider person? Just to start off with, Ooh, that, that is difficult because I, I did like Spider Punk a lot. You know, like, like I really like it. It's great to see Daniel Kaluuya. Um, like doing the voice for that and doing a British voice as well, like for once instead of just playing American, like he always is normally is, doing. Is he actually British? Yes. I'm, yeah. Oh. Oh, cool. Yeah. Because yeah, when I've seen him on, I've only seen him speak with a British accent one other time, and that was on uh, Black Mirror. And I'm like, oh, dude, I didn't realize he that was his actual voice. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He's a British actor. He's been in a few things. He was in a show called Psychoville. It was really good. Um, uh, weird, like sci-fi show when he was younger like like he, he was kind of like acting as a teen in the uk uh way back in the day no he's, it's and I've, I've loved seeing him like his success like in hollywood and stuff it's great to see him around more and oh, yeah. like last last time i saw him in nope but he was huge he was giant daniel kaluuya oh that's right he was in nope wasn't he yeah <laughs> i just i kind of put that, that movie out of my mind i stopped <laughs> the real <laughs> monster was old rich white people the whole time <laughs> <laughs> Hey. <laughs> And one rich Asian dude as well. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Gotta be inclusive, but whatever. Uh, oh wow, we got. All right, Melvin says I thought it wasn't very good. It had too many things wrong with it. The first one was much better. That's interesting. Okay, so what what was wrong with it? Like I I'm I don't know. I'm again. I'm I am hesitant to say that the first one was better because the first one was very good. It was very, very good. The second one, though, expanded a lot on that universe, on the, on the whole universe building, and, like, look at what we can do with it. Look at what we can do with, like, you know, the multiverse, and like, look at this, like, Indian Peter Parker. Look at this, uh, like, you know, all these different female spider people. Like, we got 
you know, we got the cartoons of the spectacular Spider-Man cartoon. Uh, they showed Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. Hey, that was a big thing for a lot of people, you know. Don't, don't, don't you, me, Harrison? No, no, no. I was, I was doing that to Mr. Action. I think Mr. Action oh. did. did like, he's just kidding. But no, Melvin, you're not going to get banned for your opinion. <laughs> yeah, no. If, if it wasn't very good, like that's fine. But I'm, but I'm interested to hear what you didn't think. Like, if you didn't like it, what didn't you like about it? So, like, what was wrong? I heard some person. So I'll, I'll go to this part. There was a comment on the poll that we did. And a person said, uh, one, two and a half hours and no ending, not even remotely resembling an ending. So I'm going to disagree with that first part because I'm like, I think it had like three endings. It had like Gwen Stacy going to his parents and being like, hey, guys, I'm so sorry. I don't know where Miles is, but I'll get him back. And then she, you know, when you get him back, tell him we love him. And then she leaves. That is a that's a part where the movie could have ended. Another part is when Spot shows up in, and everything's all like sinister. Again, like that. that's a part where it, could have been, where it ends. Like. The part where Miles gets the twist that, you know, spoiler alert, everybody, that Miles is the Prowler in, in Universe 42. Yeah. I'm like, so, like, all of these things, that ha- that movie had, like, four different endings within, like, ten minutes. Yeah, no, I, 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 I don't know. I, I could understand some of that, like, because I went into it not knowing that it was, you know, setting up for a third movie. And that we, we were going to get this sort of, you know, like, not because I, I, I think someone else might have referred to it as like the Empire Strikes Back of this series, which it, it has that kind of role. I will say that I think like the Empire Strikes Back does a better uh, job at having a satisfying ending as a movie, even though it's a down ending. Um, whereas this one for me did feel a lot more like, oh, there's a bunch of unresolved stuff and I need I know I need to come back for that. Uh, but I I I can I, I can understand a bit. Uh, but um, I I don't agree that it was dissatisfying. But again, it's movies; it's subjective. So I, I can see why someone might be. Yeah, who's to say what what constitutes a good or bad movie? Honestly, like because like yeah, like you said, it's subjective. Like if if you didn't like it, that's you know that's going to be personal taste. And like if you didn't, if you like some like another thing that leads me to part two of this that the guy says they took the comic book visuals and the original or the original and dialed it up to a hundredfold. So it's obnoxious, blurry, and hard to watch. I'm like, I don't know. I found the first movie kind of hard to watch too. I I was in there watching it. Like, is it supposed to be like this? Am I, am I supposed to be wearing glasses or something to make this? <laughs> like, I I was honestly confused by that. So I'm like, I feel like they're just kind of going with with Miles' a stylized, you know, kind of like weird, like blurred version of the world. You know, that's what I mean. Is that's his that's his version in the same way that like uh, Gwen Stacy's is very pastel and like mm. very like pinkish has a lot of purples in there. Like, I, it's, yeah, it's, like yeah. I'm, I'm a huge fan of of the the varying art styles and the things they do. I did notice some bits. That I was like, oh, that's an interesting choice, and I I, I don't think it's bad. But I was like, oh, I maybe wouldn't have chosen to do that. But there were loads of characters where you could like see like the the guidelines of their drawing. Like you can see like where they've sort of built the skeleton like first. So like uh, the spot, you can see it really clearly. Even Miguel mm-hmm. O'Hara. Like when you're looking at his face, you can see like where they've done like the outlook, like where an artist would have done that before. Then like. Uh, properly making the drawing, um, yeah. but I I I really enjoy that. Like I, I think it's something that I wish more movies were doing because you know when you're in animation and particularly three D CGI animation, you can do absolutely anything, and I, I like it when people do. It. I like one thing we we looked at uh, Star Wars Visions uh, yeah. recently, and like Star Wars Visions, you got that very first uh, one in season two, uh, Sith, I believe, is the short, and that does a lot of stuff with you know like these very artsy backgrounds huge color flying everywhere and i was like 
this movie does that sort of aesthetic better than that did. Like, and I, I love it. And yeah, and it finds a way, like just like it, it did in the first one, it finds a way to make each different art style. Like, I would say Gwen's and, and Miles are pretty similar, but more or less all of them are are like they're in their own kind of style. Like, especially Hobie with his like weird, they're using like, uh, it looks almost like paper, like, uh, kind of like South Park-esque because then they're using like actual paper to, you know, to make his body and his color. Yeah. Like, it looks like they're using like old British newspapers and shit like that. Yeah, I, I'm was a big fan of that like I, I, again i can see how it can be distracting um but for me just like mm, just loved it mm. Let's see here all right so melvin says first it was too long uh i guess two and a half hours is kind of a is kind of a sit like you do have to kind of and and for a minute there i was kind of like damn dude they're they're taking it kind of like like if I had a problem with it, it's the fact that, like, for the first hour of the movie, Spot is kind of a big thing, and then he just kind of fucks off for the rest of the movie. And yeah, then Miguel yeah, O'Hara and the Spider thing. Society become the bad guys, and it's just like, oh, that's right, Spot's in this. Like, I remember watching this, and I'm like, oh, shit, that's right, Spot's in it. When he showed up at the very end, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Dude, like, yeah, there's a whole... Deal with him at some point. There's, like, a whole other movie we have to... Do. Oh, that's... And then um, this movie continued in a in Beyond the Spider-Verse. I'm like, oh, okay. That's what they're doing there. Is that they wanted to establish Spot for a minute, but then also establish that Miguel O'Hara is kind of a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they established that hard. They go real hard on that. Like, no, Miguel O'Hara is such a douchebag in this. Although... I do. I I did this in my. I was in my cubicle at work, and I decided to with a pen. I just decided to do. Here, let me see if I can get. I'll I'll get my. That's real nice. Thank you. I like that and then I got. And I did this one yesterday. Oh, nice. Thank you. So yeah, I've been getting really into doing into doing Spider Man drawings myself. So it's real. It, it was. I don't know. I I feel like it's. I can deal with the two-hour thing, but just because to see all the different art styles and the animation styles and see how cool they all like mesh and, and like mix with each other. Let's see. Melvin says, second, it had all the teen angst filler that just wasn't necessary. It took up time they didn't have. Okay, here's my problem with that. Is that if so? I went today. It was like I went to like a, like eleven o'clock my time to go see Spider Man again, and it was like theater wasn't even like a quarter of the way full there was maybe like 20 people in this theater and it was mostly like dads and moms with their kid you know or like a, a dad with like two or three kids like a parent a couple parents with a child again it was like families and i'm sitting there like off my little corner just because i'm like i want to be i want to be angsty and like by myself and i'm just seeing like all these different families they're just like oh that's cool oh my god that's so cool and then when i when like we get to the part where like it's you know gwen and her dad i hear some of the kids being like that's her dad's me like you know he's doing like that kind of, it's meant for the kids like that whole thing is meant to is meant for children like that whole teen angst thing is meant to like you know it's it is meant to be kind of like a heartfelt thing for and for families and children to be like oh they reconciled and they and they came to an understanding and he loves her and she loves him you know what i mean i'm like i can understand where you feel like it drags out but at the same time i'm like think about like i always remember who is this movie made for and the answer of course is always children like that's the that's the thing is that like I'm almost thirty years old. I'm like Spider Man is not really for me anymore, you know. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, it, it, it was interesting. Some some of the kids that we had, there was some kid that kept saying stuff. I remember at one point there was like a fade to black out of a scene, and some kid just in, in the theater just went balls. <laughs> I, have no idea. I don't know why. <laughs> I can't remember oh. the scene. I could, 
I could just remember this kid going, balls. <laughs> like, all right. You upset about that, kid? <laughs> You're never supposed to be Spider-Man. Balls to you. <laughs> Uh, dude, I can just, just imagine some kid, like, yeah, just watching, like, either one of his, like, whatever, someone insult uh, Miles Morales or something like that, and just be like, balls! I just imagine that. Like, some kid who just enjoys the shit out of Miles Morales getting pissed off at Miguel O'Hara. <laughs> Let's see. Third, they didn't give an ending after padding it out and making it too long. Why Why not cut out the filler and give us an end? Again, I feel like we did have an ending. It was an open-ended one. Like, it was a, a cliffhanger ending, but it was definitely an ending. Like, but I, like, again, I think it had like Lord of the Rings syndrome, where it just didn't know when to end. It like it didn't. They they made all this cool stuff, and then they're just like, okay, fuck. Well, how do we end this now? Uh, fuck it. Kill Boromir. But <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> like, but no. What I mean is also like it's. I think it's the, the last one, the Return of the King. It's like that movie has like three or four endings because again, like they they blow up the thing, and then the eagles save them. Then he wakes up in Rivendell. Then they get on the boat. Then they're back at the shot. Like, or you know what I mean? It's like. There are at least like four different endings in that movie. It just doesn't know how to do it. Like it's just like fuck, dude. We 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 made this awesome story, and now we don't know how to just be like, all right, guys, that's it. Later. Like that. I think that's the problem it had is that it just did it did a lot, and it didn't, and it kind of painted itself into into a way that it's like fuck. It, unless we keep going, like what is what is the actual ending here? Yeah, it, I think it's a real risk, and, and, I, and I think you can see it's weird, like because that you know you're not alone, Melvin. Like people have been annoyed that they didn't have like a satisfying ending to that single movie. Like, mm. and they've obviously kind of taken that risk of they are intending it to be this trilogy. We're not going to finish stuff here. We're going to finish it in the third movie, which I'm not sure how I feel about it because because like I, I was a bit like, oh, okay, right, that makes sense. But um, but I, I'm I'm hoping I'm trying to have faith <laughs> that, that, that it's all going to pan out. Like I say, there've been plenty of trilogies where it hasn't, so I'm a little worried. But um, the the guys, I love that first movie so much. There was so much in this one that that that, that I enjoyed. Um, uh, but the, this movie, and I've seen other stuff that's come from these creators, and they they have a habit of turning out great stuff. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to trust hmm. these people that, that they can pull it off. Let's see. Okay, yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. I think that they that they do just fine. Like Sony has done has shown that they can, that when it comes to Spider Man, they are doing just fine. Like between the video games, the movies, the you know TV show, they know what they're doing with Spider Man. So I think I trust them. Uh, Melvin says fourth, the art styles were way were really annoying, re uh, really annoying. Ooh. The first twenty five minutes were epileptic stuff. No need. Okay, the first five, the twenty five minutes, that was all Gwen's story. That was like her with her dad, and it was a lot of like, like you said, it was a lot of changing. Like the color changes a lot. Like at, at a drop at the drop of a hat. I don't know. I, I kind of like that. I, li I really did like the stylized thing of it. And I think the reason they did that particularly is because to differentiate it from Miles's universe, because the her st the style of her universe and the style of his are very, very similar. Like the yeah, I go ahead. Go ahead. I, I agree with I agree with that. I, I, there there are things that I, again I, I I'm seeing that how this can be like, like a big divide. So, so I, I do appreciate that. Like it's not going to work for some people. For me, really worked. Really liked it. Um, like one of the things I really liked about it was how much the backgrounds were reflecting things that were going on, like with characters and plot points. So um, I went with somebody to watch the movie, and they was they pointed out to me afterwards. They were like, in that movie, there's a thing where like in I think it's in the scene when um, when uh, Captain Stacy Cap mm. like finds out Gwen is Spider Woman, and he's red. He's like entirely red. And then as they talk and stuff, like he changes color and he goes to blue or something like, like that. His, his face I, gets all darker. 
Yeah, and then this is, and then it gets to the point where like it, it feels like there's a change in him. But when he goes like, you know, he continues with trying to arrest her, and there's this like red line in it, you know, and and like like it, it just has this real visual, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Symbolism. And re- I really appreciate the artistry of that. Like it's it's gorgeous. I'm gonna want to see this movie again at some point so that I can pick out everything you know yeah i i love the part where like when he's trying to arrest her and she's like are you serious like she starts taking a step are you still that afraid of bang and the whole thing turns red and it's just like damn like like you, you can definitely see how like how serious they were trying to make it seem in that moment and i'm like it very much like the the artistry of the of like the you know her universe and the way they made it look definitely um, uh kind of like i don't know it brought it home for me i i definitely enjoyed that and it made it and it made it a lot a lot better See, Melvin says, should I go on? If you want to, man, by all means, I'm not going to stop you. Like, I would love to hear if you didn't like it, that I would love to hear why. And not just because, you know, that, like I'm, what, what I don't, what people don't understand about me is I'm fine with dissenting opinions. If you don't like the movie, that's fine. What I, what it pisses me off is when is your reasons for not liking the movie. If it's just that, oh, it sucked because I don't like girl Spider-Man. I'm like, well, then fuck you, dude. No one likes you. But <laughs> if, you, if you legitimately didn't like the animation style, I'm like, I want to know why. Let's let's find let's talk this out, man. Let's let's have a conversation. And what's going on, Haas? Good to see you in here, man. See, Mr. Action says he loves the story, which I agree. My problem is that with the story is that it was it just kind of kind of paced a little weird. Because again, like like yeah. I, that guy mentioned, Spot, he's there and it makes it a big thing, kind of building up is like, you were my nemesis, you created me, you hit me with a bagel. Like, which I, I also <laughs> love that. I love that little reference as well. But yeah, just the the stuff that they did. Uh, I I enjoyed that, but then like I said, he just kind of leaves, and then like he gets all uber uber powerful in the Indian universe, and then just kind of and just disappears, and he's nowhere to be found for another hour. And I and I understand that's because they wanted to also establish, oh yeah, the the canon events and why Miles Morales isn't isn't on the team and whatever. But it's just like yeah, like they, they, it was weirdly paced. It felt like it it was two movies in one almost. Yeah, yeah, which which again I can completely see like why that isn't gonna work for some people. And 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 I'm not entirely sure like how much it worked for me. There's nothing that I enjoyed that I came away from it being like, yeah, I'm happy with this. But like I'm gonna be happier when the third movie comes out and I can finish off that story and I can I can get that more satisfying ending. Um and you know, I think it might be one of those ones where you just you can enjoy. I was just, who goes to see a movie with teen angst who says let's go see the new teen angst movie it'll be great i mean i will say that's that's kind of spider-man movies yeah like they did they, they were very spot on with that part like I, I will i will address this in a second but yeah they were very spot on with uh like the fact that spider-man's life is a sacrifice it's trauma like even watching uh pavitar prabarker i don't even know the, the indian dude watching him like try to go save like both his girlfriend and her dad i'm like oh crap this is his defining spider-man moments like yeah, and, it, and when they fucked it up i'm like oh no that's not gonna be good <laughs> like, i did I like right that. Away. I, I i thought that was a really nice bit of storytelling because like it, it does like especially if you know your spider-man you know and, and it's quite easy to, to know at least a good amount of spider-man as soon as you see that and like Gwen gets that little pop up, it's like, oh damn it! I know what's going to happen here. Miles is going to be a, a superhero because because you know that's the a Spider Man that doesn't know anything about that would do that. Mm-hmm. It's something you know, like hell, like there's only one Spider Man here, but not this time. We can change things. We can make it work this time. Of course, he'd help out. But then it's like, ah, yeah. But you know, um, the Citadel of Ricks is angry about that because it's yeah. a change of the timeline. 
And then, like, and again, I understand that what he said is that like, you can change the canon, and like, you can if you end up changing the canon, or if you do too many changing canon events, then the universe can just be destroyed. Like, and it, and it could end up being like ruining. Basically, what it sounds like he's like, describing to me is an incursion event from like Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Like, he's describing a, a universe being destroyed because you're because something that's not supposed to be there is there. Mm. Oh yeah, that's very true. Like and that's and I feel like they are very much connecting it to that because they the first thing we see before that he shows them the Spider Verse web is the the tree with all the different like branching paths that we see in in Loki and yeah. you know all these other shows. I'm like yeah. they are very much connecting it. I did really like that Miles called um, Miguel out on that where he's like, "This is everything." He's like, "You want to be more specific than that, man?" It's <laughs> <laughs> like 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 uh, Miguel is like like way too much like the dark. The anti-hero, like, yeah, uh, this this is everything. This is what it is. I'm the only protector. I don't, I don't, <laughs> like, give, what's up with the, I don't give what's up with the vampirism thing. I'm a, that's kind of new. Yeah, I, I noticed that. I, I was like, again, another thing that I'm, I wanted to see what they were going for with that in the third movie. I hope some explanation comes of that. See, all right, now the, now to actually answer your question, who goes to those movies? My brother and me went, went, to, went to a movie called Perks of Being a Wallflower, which is it's nothing but teenage angst, dude. That's like the, that's the whole movie is about. So some people do. Don't don't knock it. That's all I got to say. Melvin. Yeah, like, and, and it's interesting because when you said teen angst, Melvin, I was like, you're correct. There, 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 there is a lot about that, but it really, I, I didn't think of it that way, if that makes sense. Like, like it all made sense to me of like, yeah, like, 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 like uh, uh, Miles has got to do this. One of the things I found interesting was that I have heard like a lot of those stories of Spider-Man before. You know, you you get the Spider-Man to hide what he's doing from Aunt May. He has, you know, like, ah, uh, him and MJ are almost breaking up again because he couldn't make it on time again. And while there is a bit of like, oh yeah, I've heard this story. The fact that it was from a different person did refresh it a bit. Like, you know, it, it's not just May. It's not just mary jane again um you know it's 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 he has both his parents you know both his parents have these like standards for him and like what he's gonna do i was uh, yeah it, it it kept me going but again i can see where you're coming from interesting yeah like i i don't know man i mm, i kind of see where you're coming from but at the same time i'm like i mm, I, I don't know i i thought it was good i thought it was good. <laughs> i'm gonna just say yeah that. yeah the, 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 the same here the, I, I absolutely thought it was good, and and I will agree with you. Gil, that the yeah, like 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 again, Melvin, you know, like like subjective stuff. If you don't like seeing Teen in the movie, it's not entertaining for you. That's cool. I don't find Cars entertaining, hence why I don't watch the uh, the Fast and the Furious movies. Um, you know, but like but like every now and then, something nice and angsty it's, it can, can be nice. You know, like I've watched High Fidelity a lot, and that's not even teen <laughs> angst. That's that's old man who hasn't grown up yet angst. And I still like that movie. <laughs> the entire generation that watched Degrassi, those people like Teen Angst. <laughs> yeah, yeah, See. yeah, exactly. See, Hans, first of all, before I answer your question, he says, I somehow suspect Melvin has a similar taste to mine when it comes to certain movies. Uh, to be frank, I'm, I haven't seen this one, but I, but I see myself in his writing. <laughs> yeah, yes, you probably do have a bit of a, uh, like a, kind of a simpatico um, on that. It says better or worse than the first, though. Already had a, had a tough time with the first one. I would say it's comparable to the first. I don't know because the the first one it it was very driven and it, it was like straightforward and knew what it wanted to do and it did it. This one it like I said it was two it was kind of like felt like two movies amalgamated into one and it kind and at some points it didn't know how to end that and it did, and at some points it kind of didn't know how to how to pace it correctly. But 
I still think I'm I, I, I all right. I think that if they can stick the landing with Beyond the Spider Verse, this one might become like the the Empire Strikes Back of the trilogy. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it it's sad how often I'm going to have to say that, but it is going to be the third. The proof is going to be in the third movie. Like, 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 can they pull it off? And I'm, I'm terrified that this is going to be a Pirates of the Caribbean situation, where Dead Man's Chest came out and it was awesome and it was amazing, and then we got At World's End or whichever one it was, and ooh, ooh dear, it just did not work. Well, all right, so here's my, all right, so fifth, Lego. Even with an infinite amount of multiverses, some things will still be impossible. Lego will never naturally evolve in any universe. Okay, but we did see that though. Is that when we had like again in, in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. He goes with her into like the paint universe and like they splash into a, into a thing of paint for a minute and then they come out of that universe. They go into like a weird hellscape universe. Like they do show that, that multiple multiverses are real. And yeah, like I understand what you're getting at, but that was just a fun way of them connecting it to the Lego, you know, the Lego movie kind of stuff. Like that was all they were doing was just, hey, guys, what if what if we made a Lego Spider-Man? Because, you know, we have those. Yeah, I I, I I do disagree with you on this one, Melvin. Like, partly one, it's the entire point of an infinite thing is it's infinite possibilities. So the idea that something would be impossible is not true. As Douglas Adams taught us, nothing is impossible, only very, very improbable. So like, it's it's just like hitchhikers. It it can happen. Like like like, like that's all. It, and also, you know, like we don't know what the rules of that universe are. We don't know what things are based around. That might be ruled by a god that made a living, you know, Lego set. Like, yeah, see, if know. the, if the Infinity Stones, if the multiverse exists and the Infinity Stones exist, how is it that a Lego verse couldn't just be into existence? I'm like, come on, they don't have to eat, they don't have to drink. They, what if they're just Lego people? Like, what? I'm like, no one questions this when we watch like the Lego movie and Emmett's walking around doing his thing. You know, no one questions that. I like, like the thing of like humans who look like Da Vinci art will never evolve. Well, it wasn't like that they were humans that look like it but it's the universe that they're from that's the style just it's everything like, yeah. one, of the things, the, one of the things i love about the movie is that people come from different universes with a different art style like spider ham in the first movie like you know he he is a more classic cartoon you know he's supposed to look like porky pig in a spider-man costume uh you know mickey mouse looney tunes that kind of deal so he look he looks different he has a different style to everybody else same thing with uh penny parker she's the anime one so she looks different and yeah. rather than it being just like a stylistic thing for us the other characters can see it, you know, and 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 so like Gwen comments on it, like you appear to be like made out of paper, dude, and and I really liked that because like you know I liked the, the, the Da Vinci tie-in with you know like like Da Vinci and his flying machines. If you guys have played Assassin's Creed Two, shit like that comes up in that all the time. I was grenades, like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, also, his mask, and, dude, like the Plague Doctor mask thing that he had on that when he when he goes to, like full vulture. Oh, it looks so cool. Yeah, and and again, it's one of the things that I love about comic books. That comic books have this range to do stuff like that. That you can have a run that is about stuff like that. You know, that you can have somebody who goes, "I'm going to make a stylized comic book," because half of this story is the art we use to tell it. And you know, like like these movies reflect that. They reflect the art that is within the the stories that they are based on. I adore mm. that. Let's see. Sixth, I hated the music, but I al it already pisses me pissed me off. By then, so I put I'll put that down to my taste rather than a problem with the movie. Yeah, I, all right, I'll be honest. The music for this one, it kind of feels like they phoned it in a little bit. Like they really weren't focusing on the like. Unlike the first one, they were like they were really focusing on the music of it all. Like because mm. that I, that was a big thing was the soundtrack that they got for the movie. Because like yeah. Miles, like the way he relaxed, the way he calmed down was by listening to music, and by like you know singing his favorite Post Malone song. So I'm like I. But in the second one, it felt like what they were really trying to focus on was the animation. 
was like, look at all these different worlds we can make. Look at the cool stuff we can do. Sorry, my dogs are, are losing their shit right now. <laughs> Shut up! But <laughs> yeah, the, the the soundtrack was not as good as the first movie. Uh, I'll go with you on that. I enjoyed the music. I, I I agree with you, Melvin. I think that probably is a taste thing. Um, but yeah, like like uh, it's it it didn't it didn't hit quite the same. Again, you know, you, you don't have like the awesome biggie tracks that you had from like the first movie that really I felt fit in very well with the character. I'll be honest, I like music, but I'm terrible at recognizing people. So Mr. Action saying, check on the dogs, they might be dying. I don't know, maybe like no, some weird. There, my decree there's, someone, there's someone knocking on my door, and like I think it was the postman, but they're, they're right. losing their shit. <laughs> anyway, yeah, sorry, give me one more second. I think I was going to close my door. I mean, Melvin, the thing about an infinite number of chimps with, with typewriters, the saying is literally they will eventually write Shakespeare. Like, 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 that, that's the thing. When you have an infinite number of possibilities, literally all things are possible. That's indeed. That's, that's the whole thought experiment. That's the entire point of it. And see, and if you look at it like that, maybe the Lego verse isn't actually Lego. That's just how they're animated. That's their version of animation is just is stop motion animation. You know what I mean? That's how I end up looking at it. Yeah, yeah. We could have a claymation universe. We could have everything, but but whatever. Hey, whatever. Yeah, if you didn't like it, that's all. That's on. That's fine. That's all you. That's like that's all you. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, okay, boomer. You know, like some people. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Mr. Raction. We still like you. Yeah. So he says, yeah, Mr. Raction, you're right. The soundtrack only had three good songs. Like I, I think that song at the end that that Prowl, well, Uncle Aaron, or whatever the guy puts on when he's about to beat the shit out of Miles. I think that one's kind of cool. See with him. <laughs> You'll never, you'll never get the complete works of Shakespeare with them hitting random keys. Some things will remain impossible. I don't know. Well, again, dude, it's just, it's the, it's a, like you said, it's a thought experiment. It's and that's what this multiverse thing really is in the, in the, at the end of the day, too, is a, is a thought experiment. Well, it's, it's like, it's like, it's like, like the number pi. Pi has like a, like theoretically infinite number of um, like decimal places after it, and within pi. Within that number, you will find like every combination of anything. You can find like every note that's ever existed if you put them all out numerically. You can find it within there. Like that—that's that's the point of infinity. All, all things can happen theoretically within, like, like like infinity. So, like, yeah, I'm down with it. I'm down with the infinite number of monkeys and chimps and Shakespeare and whatever. At some point, you'll also get Fifty Shades of Grey. You might get that before Shakespeare. You never know. But, you know, yeah, Dr. Manhattan showed us time is a flat circle or whatever that was. So, oh, okay, so my, my bad. My, my brother took me. He's he, he's the one who's here. That's why they're my dogs are freaking out. It's because my brother oh. just walked in my house. Oh, but anyway, yeah, so I'll let him deal with them <laughs> for the time, <laughs> being, but for the time being, yeah, so like, like you said, yeah, it's an infinite, infinite world, infinite number of realities, and infinite possibilities. I'm like, I don't, I don't see it as a problem, but that's just me. What I now what I do want to talk about a little bit is the voice cast. So we had it. Mm. I had it here. So we got the obvious ones. We got Haley Steinfeld, which uh, you know, Spider Gwen, Ghost Spider, whatever you want to call her. We had uh, Shamik, uh, Shamik Moore, uh, Miles Morales, and of course Oscar Isaac as Miguel O'Hara. But we got a few of the ones that a few like characters that actually kind of surprised me. So yeah, like uh, we talked about him already. The the Indian Spider Man was uh, Karan Sony. That was uh, for you guys who don't know who that is. It was Dopinder from Deadpool. Yeah, it's good to see him. Yeah, that was that was cool. Uh, I mean, we got 
let's see, uh, Jorma, Jorma Tacone, which the, the dude who was like the second to Andy Samberg for the Lonely Island. He was the vulture. Andy Samberg was Ben O'Reilly, which was awesome. It's like, yeah, <laughs> I'm clone from Peter Parker and I live with such a sad life. Oh, that was a particularly sad memory. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> he's so good. He's like, it's awesome. <laughs> You'll never have perfectly perfect. defined muscles. <laughs> <laughs> I did like this one. Like, oh, there is something strange in front of me. Looking at these walls, they're normal. Hmm, what is this? <laughs> it's like I love his like narration because like that's one of the things that like I remember as a comic reader used to annoy me sometimes about Peter Parker was like how much you get his inner monologue and it'd be stuff like gotta make it to the surface, gotta get there. I'm like, yes, I know, I know, Peter. You're Spider Man. You have to go and save them. You don't need to tell me. I feel like that's yeah, that's a commentary on how the '90s like Sp Ben Riley Spider-Man, what like the Scarlet Spider comics were, because they were kind of campy. Mm, yeah, but yeah, yeah I, Ben was kind of cringe. Good to see him. I I, lo I love the Scarlet Spider design. It's one of my favorite Spider-Man designs. There's just something fun about it. Oh, it's it's definitely cool having that like badass like hoodie thing that he has with the spider symbol on it. That is that is really really cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I really enjoyed like <laughs> I really enjoyed how much um like when he was doing the defined muscles bit and it just it just Miles like sets off his web shooters and just suckers him. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was that was great. And then also later on the same thing. When he, I'm looking at the walls; they appear in a, and he gets thrown through the freaking uh, portal. Yeah, <laughs> let's see. Uh, so yeah, Daniel Kaluuya was Spider Punk, which was awesome. Yeah, Spider Punk. I love Spider Punk so much. Like. Like Spider Punk was one of the few characters that, that I was like, okay, like, like um, I think my biggest issue that we'll probably get onto, like, like talking in full at some point after we get after the cast, is that I don't like the all the society of spiders being after uh, Miles because it involves a bit like the Civil War movie did, and kind of the comic in ways it involves those characters acting very un Spider Man in my opinion, and I love that Spider Punk like stuck to his guns of his like. I am part of this. I don't agree with any of this. And he helps Miles get out. I kind of mm -hmm. was hoping he'd, he'd stick around a bit more and be more active rather than just being like, hey, use your electric things with your palms against the glass. But I was like, I, I, I was happy with it. Was punk a bad stereotype? Hmm, bad stereotype of what? Of, of punk people? Because I'd say no. Because <laughs> I, I got it. Of like a punk culture? He's pretty right on. Yeah, like, like, because part, part of part of it was I, I said to the person I was with, um, I I came out of that movie and I was like, oh yeah, Gwen Stacy, the teenager, and you know, mentions, oh, this guy that I've been hanging out and crashing with, and I was like, of course it was a punk because that is so typical of punks of just like, hey, this is really cool punk dude that everyone kind of knows. He's always around at the bar. He likes him. He does have a habit of hanging around with teenagers though because adults won't put up with him. And it's like, ah, yeah, I, I mean. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. It's unconfirmed how old Hobie Brown is. So because I think Gwen is supposed to be like 15, she's supposed to be in high school. Oh, we're going to say that he's in high school too. We're going to say that Hobie is like 15, 16 years old. So I'll, I'll give it 17 <laughs> to be just to be nice, but or just be like, yeah, I I came away with that being like he is in his twenties and like you know it's like oh <laughs> uh, that's that's not great, dude. Because the, the whole thing of like I implied right away the fact that she's like oh yeah he's he's just some guy lets me crash his at his in his uh, universe sometimes. I'm like uh <laughs> yeah, I, and, and I to be fair, um, 
uh, Parvi, uh, the the Indian Spider Man, does do that thing of like, like, is that, have you told him about Hobie? Which implies there's something to say about Hobie. But yeah. like, yeah, it, it was. Then, I, then I, also, then uh, Hobie says, "Wait, are those my are those my Chucks?" Like talking about his shoes. She's wearing his shoes and his jacket later on. Like when she goes to see Miles, he's just wearing his sweater. Like she was wearing. Yeah, Hobie's, I, like I'm like I don't know, man. Maybe that's just me, but I, I, I've just known too many guys like that who were, who were just like, you, you, sir, didn't grow up like the rest of people did. Now you're like, for better or worse, and I, I stuck with a bunch of people who are younger than you. Um, <laughs> maybe it's just Daniel Kaluuya's voice that, that makes me think that he's older. Maybe it's that. <laughs> Spider Punk couldn't understand a word he said. Well, now you know how I feel. <laughs> ah, that's xenophobic. <laughs> I won't accuse you of being racist. It's <laughs> British. That- that's jingoist at best. <laughs> I did love. I did enjoy. There's a bit where he, he they did they did something which I was like both both correct and wrong. So they did. He hasn't got a Scooby Scooby Doo. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he did that, and I appreciated. Um, I think uh, Mr. Action, you mentioned them the the editor's notes, and they had the Scooby Doo Cockney rhyming slang for like doesn't have a clue. Um, but I know people who use Scooby Doo. And to, the, to to a certain extent, I still use it. And there's it's one of the worst things about Cockney rhyming slang is they never use the full sentence. They never use the full thing. So it's like apple and pears are stairs, but no one says apple and pears. They say apple. like And Scooby-Doo, you don't say he hasn't got a Scooby-Doo. You say he hasn't got a Scooby. I, I would have figured that. Like, I don't got Scooby. Yeah, like yeah, or or uh, I've also heard we're, we're uh, rubbled, or I've heard we're like, we're Barney rub or Barney. Yeah, 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 it's it's in Ocean's Eleven. This is like improper Barney, Barney Rubble, yeah. trouble. Yeah. yeah, like I've heard that kind of stuff before, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like I didn't realize <laughs> that was an actual thing. Yeah, it's I I don't know much Cockney rhyming slang. It it is annoying sometimes when you hear it. I'm like, I don't know what you're doing. But like, you know, I'll get on the dog. I'm like what? What are you on about? <laughs> get on the phone. See, Mister X says I don't know about their relationship because Gwen's dad is a cop, and it's. Yeah, no. There's many things that are wrong with. I mean, <laughs> think of the children. What what interdimensional like abominations would they create? Think about What's it. This? Just... <laughs> <laughs> like weird pastel half Gwen babies, but also like have like partial Charlie Brown or no, not Charlie Brown. Partial, <laughs> I don't know why, where I was going with that. Partial like newspaper weird crap. All, I don't know, man. That'd be weird. Come like, out with like Angela Anaconda. See, Hans says I might burn in hell, but was there a sun spider? Best of the worst characters. Is there a sun, sun spider? Sp- sun spider. Uh, sun spider. Marvel. Let's see. Okay, so Charlotte Weber. Oh yes, there was sun spider. She was the she's the uh, one who was in the wheelchair. She's like, do you guys do you think we use comedy as a crutch? Haha, <laughs> get it, crutch and. She, uh, she is, Char- yeah, Charlotte Weber was bitten by Ray Spider three years ago and is now known as Sun Spider, but her EDS did not go away. So she still has, she's still, she's still paralyzed from the, from the, uh, from like the waist down. Oh, uh, right. Okay. Oh yeah. I could, I, I, I was quite like that. I was, I was kind of into that. Again, it's just like, like, I, I really appreciate it. And it's like, it's, it's anything, it's anything at all. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, they had Park, Peter Park's car. Yeah. Peter Park, Peter Park's car. They had uh, oh, they had the Spider-Man Unlimited from that from that bad two thousands cartoon, yeah. but not the nineties Spider-Man. But yeah, I I don't know. Like, it'd be interesting to see the nineties Spider-Man. Like, I would like it if they could do that. 
We haven't mentioned um, all the live action stuff that we saw in that movie. Oh, dude, the the also the yeah the the Venom chick. We, he went to see the freaking chick from Venom. The oh, old I, lady. I didn't, I didn't spot what. Oh, oh yes, spot. yes. He, yeah, sorry. He, goes, he goes through a portal. And yeah. like, I was like, I'm an interdimensional being, and you're acting like this is just normal Tuesday. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's because she knows Venom. Yeah, I, I did wonder if that was the Venom one because I was like, I'm, I couldn't quite remember, but I was like, I'm guessing this is Venom. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think everyone knows my, my opinions on Venom. I'm, I'm not that into that movie or that. I haven't seen the second movie yet. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, mm, yeah, no. But like, uh, but like with, um, I always get him wrong. I always say the wrong Glover, but the Glover man, um, uh, Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Thank you. Yeah, I always say Danny. Yeah. I always get it. Child, wrong. childish Gambino. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. When Childish Gambino turns up, which was interesting, because I was like, "Ah, everyone's talked about how he was going to be the Prowler, but he hasn't shown up as the Prowler yet." So this is technically his first appearance as the Prowler. It's gonna happen. <laughs> you know what that means? <laughs> Live action Miles Morales. Another Spider-Man movie. <laughs> like that was never. You will never ever hear me say the words. Oh, boo! Another Spider-Man movie. You'll never. Like at least not not seriously. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, like like th that was interesting to see, and then we got like clips from uh, the Amazing Spider-Man, and we got clips from the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, like playing in the background when they were talking about canon events. That was interesting to see. Uh, yeah, you know, so like, I appreciate that that they are they're going like, yeah, we're an animated movie, but we will literally deal with everything because we are talking about all Spider-Man stories, and it does mean though I want I want my buff giant animated Peter Parker. I want I want Shocker. I'll mm. tear you to pieces. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, the Venom, the the symbiote Spider-Man. <laughs> I'll chase you to the ends of the earth. <laughs> I love that. Give me my man spider. What my man spider? Why do um, I we haven't had a man spider movie yet? Dude, straight up. Like, Which I, mean, I did wonder are... whether that's maybe yeah, that's go what they're gonna do with Miguel O'Hara. Because I did wonder that with with the biting fangs thing might have had something to do with that. Probably not, but I was like, and because he was injecting himself with something, I was like, maybe that's like keeping the man spider at bay. So I'd love it if I could see that. He's got no, or maybe not man spider. Maybe that's uh, he's got like Morbius DNA or something in him. Ooh! In fact, Ooh, I'm gonna look that up. Miguel O'Hara, uh, vampire. I'm gonna see if that's actually a thing. Uh, okay, so Miguel O'Hara. Control F, vampire. Yeah, no, it's well, no, that's that's Spider-Man characters. I'm just gonna say races. It just shows different races, different villains, different stuff, like different people who've been Spider-Man. But in like it, okay, now here we go, here we go. Talons and fangs. Miguel O'Hara possesses canine teeth that can produce non-toxic venom that can paralyze his enemies. He also has retractable talons at the tip of his fingers and toes that can dig and close. Yeah, but he doesn't say anything about him being a vampire. Okay. Okay. So maybe mm, interesting. All right. So, so they're playing with his, they're playing with his story a little bit. All right. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Action. I talk about. Uh, uh, we say Smosh Man Spider. I'm not sure I know Smosh. As in like the YouTube channel Smosh. Smosh. Man Smo spider. Yeah, yeah. I not, don't know. Not that man Spider. Not that man Spider. Uh, <laughs> Charlotte. Weber. About... It just occurred to me. It just occurred to me that that character's name is yeah Charlotte Weber. Uh, uh, All right, I see why people didn't like don't like that one because that's a dumb that's a dumb pun on a fucking <laughs> book that that honestly is overrated. Let's be honest, that pig should just gotten eaten and turned into bacon. 
<laughs> but, but I did enjoy. So real quick, I want to I want to say I did enjoy all the like the, the fact that whoever made like the team that made this movie clearly were Spider Man fans because they went through every Spider Man thing that has ever existed, going all the way down to the. Uh, the so like, m- look at this canon event ASM ninety. I I, go- I googled that. As it turns out, yes, Amazing Spider-Man uh, Volume One Issue Ninety is the death of of uh, Captain Stacy. So uh, like, okay. So I really did like that how they how they actually do like their homework and they're like, yeah, dude, like we're giving you all the tools to go look at this up yourself and go go educate yourself on Spider-Man. Oh, I love that bit when Spot turned up in like what appeared to be like original Spider-Man, like the Amazing Spider-Man, where like everything is the the sort of old like dot printing. And that lady hit him with her bag. Really enjoyed that. What about Japanese Spider-Man with his Uzis? I know. No. I know. <laughs> oh, no. But that would have been cool, too, if Japanese Spider-Man... Because yeah, at that point, he's not even honestly... like. All right, so you know what? Let's talk about that for a second. He's a Spider-Man, too, technically. Like in, in Somewhere in the multiverse, Japanese Spider-Man exists. But he didn't get his spider his powers from, from being bitten by a radioactive spider. Aliens gave... Like, his, he has no actual powers. The suit, It's all the suit. Like no, it's, an, it's an alien suit that comes out of the of the thing on his wrist, and he and he gets it from an alien spaceship, and he has a Megazord. It has nothing to do with that. Like they just call it Spider Man because they're like they were like, hey, can we make this? And they and Marvel told them yes, but you have to use the costume. Everything else about it, they were allowed to do themselves. And they and yeah, like it is the weirdest fucking thing. So let's if we want to talk about canon events like breaking the universe, Japanese Spider Man. <laughs> I mean, like, if we got into that, there's some, there's, there's the Electric Company Spider-Man, which like is, is a real deep cut one, like the one who's like hanging out with the postman and stuff. No way, Electric Company Spider-Man. Yeah, which I I don't know much. This is like a piece of American history that I don't quite. I say American American media history that I don't know very well. But the Electric Company was like a almost like a Sesame Street style like kids show. Yeah, I, I know what that is, but I'm like, I didn't know that there was a Spider-Man on it. Yeah, there was like there was like a period where they they would do little uh, little bits with Spider Man, uh, Spidey Super Stories is a live action recurring skit on the version of the children's television uh, show The Electric Company. Let's see. And Mel- Melvin says in Infinite Multiverses there must be DC stuff too. Keaton would be great. I dude, I've been saying it for years to have a Batman multiverse movie. I would be all about it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Bill, Michael Keaton, like even put Batfleck in it in there. Like if we could, if we could, if, Mike, if Adam West was still alive, but he's not, unfortunately. If it, if it would give me a live action Batman Beyond, I'd maybe be okay with it. Mm. But I'm See, just like I don't know. Donald Glover's cameo was was awesome. I love mixed art media. That was cool. Too. I like how Dan Danny or Donald Glover's like character wasn't flipping his shit when he saw all these cartoon characters. Around him, <laughs> well, yeah, he's childish Gambino. He he he's chill as all hell. Like he ain't got he ain't got no time to, uh, to be freaked out. Let's see. Justin Morrison says in Web of Spider Man issue fifty, I think, uh, love Spider Man's uh, comedy for for instance, he was cracking jokes about Daredevil when they were when they were races. They may be racing, like oh, they, they were racing. Ra- oh, may- okay. Yeah, Let's yeah, see. Justin. Yeah, sorry, sorry, racing. yeah. Yeah, so that, ah. that's cool. All right, he does not need his superpowers. He has, he's got Uzis. <laughs> I mean, who needs powers when you have a gun? <laughs> no, let's see. Uh, oh, Mr. Action disagrees. He says multiverse Batman movie sense cringe. He's not interested. Oh, really? You don't want to like a brave and the bold Batman chilling out with Christian Bale? I think that'd be kind of <laughs> cool. <laughs> Swear to me. 
I don't know how. Actually, I, I would kind of love to see like Adam West and like Christian Bale, like like some version of those two, like working together. Here's an interesting comment. I always thought Spidey was quick witted and fun. What happened to the sh what what happened the shift to traumatized PTSD Spidey? Twenty twenty three happened. <laughs> like, I, I I think like. A lot of movies are doing this now, I think, where, where they do that. So, I mean, like, like, Guardians 3 was like that. Where, like, Guardians 3 is a lot about, like, how bad they've all had it and how sad all these people are. But it still is full of jokes and, like, like humor. This movie mm. is less full of humor, I will give that, but it's not unfunny. Like, and the spider people aren't unfunny. Uh, except for, for O'Hara. Like, yeah, no, he's, he's a bundle of laughs. Yeah, yeah. But, like, like they still do it. I love... Um, Peter J. Parker, I think it is, or the 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 Peter that like was in the first movie. Uh, Peter um, B. Parker. I, Peter B. Parker, sorry. I love it when he turns up, like the whole thing with his baby with Mayday is like fun. I love that there's this whole section where he's just like he's just trying to get um Miles to hold his baby. It's like, hold my baby. It's really rejuvenating. It'll it'll make you feel happier. Then we can talk about this. It's just like, no, I am running away. Why don't you get this? See, I like that though. That so th there is a story there between him and like between Peter and Miguel, like the how they're because he he defends Miguel, even though Miguel's very much a dickhead. He's like, nah, dude, Miguel's my buddy, and he's all and even the kids seem to be comfortable like climbing on him and being around him and shit. So I'm like, there's a story there. Like clearly, the guy must be a nice enough dude, or at least he was at one point. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think that there must be something there about that. It's it's mm, interesting. I. I'm interested to see where it goes because they've kind of really painted Miguel as like the Punisher in this. Like even when he was doing this stuff about like how he tried to replace Miguel from another universe and like have his family. I don't know why, but it really reminded me of the Punisher and like when his whole thing of like I used to be happy and then my family was killed while eating a picnic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that it's depressing. Yeah, uh, let, let's see what what I. Let's see what, what was his thing? It was that Miguel O'Hara is that he went to another universe and then his daughter just like disappeared. Like I it never actually said what was the world breaking thing. Is it just that the apparently like well, like it was, he, was it? he found another universe where Miguel O'Hara died, and, yeah, and so but, he but, took that Miguel's place. And just him being there was in was wrong for the universe, and it all just fell apart. Yeah, like he started saving people, I guess, as Spider Man, and that destroyed the entire universe. Because he says, like, you save one too many captains, or you save too many, like, you know, Uncle Ben's, and then the next thing you know, the world will be, will be destroyed. I'm like, yeah, it seems like he just cre he created an, an incursion event. Yeah, which, like, I I sort of I sort of get, and I kind of get, like, you know, like, all kind of, like, multi-universe and um, multi, like, timeline stuff. That whole paradox thing is going to happen. It, it's one of the bits that I don't like because, like, one, I'm like, well, how how are they going to get over this challenge in the third movie? Like, mm. what's going to happen there? You know, like, because you don't have the, the thing of Loki where, like, in Loki, it's like we are keeping it all the same to prevent chaos. So, like, it's not that like everything will be destroyed if they do it. It's just that like bad stuff could happen. You know, they basically unleash uh, Kang the Conqueror, Kang the Conqueror, Kang, whatever his name is, Kang, um, yeah, Kang. That they He's unleash him basically. You know, I didn't. I almost now that you mentioned that, like it almost kind of makes it. Miguel was almost kind of making his own TBA in a in a sense. Like if you think about it, he wasn't trying to protect the sacred timeline, but he was trying to protect like the Spider Verse, like the sacred, like the sacred Spider Verse timeline, basically. Yeah, like, but the the, the move. This movie is set up that like it, it won't just like mean that 
anything could happen. It'll literally like these people will cease to exist, which I, I I'm not convinced by. Again, it's mostly because I'm like, okay, fine, if that's the rules of your universe, okay. But then how are we gonna get away from that? Um, and I mentioned it to you off air, like there's a the whole thing of like one, I'm like, well, if if Miles is an anomaly, when they're saying he can't save his dad, why does that matter? Because if he's an anomaly, then does he have to work to the rules of the rest of the Spider-Verse? Like he does he is he gonna have the same canon events? Um and then um uh uh oh yeah, that's what I said. How does Scarlet Spider fit into that? Because the Scarlet Spider is a clone, so came from an existing Spider-Man's universe. Like Yeah, I'm like, and then the other Spider-Man became Spider Carnage, but I'm like, but even then it's like which one is the is the actual Spider-Man? Or are they both just Spider-Man? Do they both get have to have canon events now? I'm like, it, it kind of makes it a little weird, which is why I'm like, so to go back to Doctor Strange one more time, or to go back to, to it's Spider-Man No Way Home, actually, he says, like, oh, yeah. the multiverse is a, is, a, is a concept that we know frighteningly little about. So it's like, dude, you get, when, when, like, one of the smartest, like, sorcerers in the universe doesn't even know what the hell he's talking about, like, like I think I feel like Miguel, Miguel O'Hara, yeah, he, he did something wrong or he fucked up in one universe. Like, yeah, it shows it, like, when he saves uh, the, the, the Indian Peter, the, Pop Poppy, when he saves his uh, girlfriend and his dad, or and her and her dad, yeah, like the universe starts like imploding on itself. But at the same time, that doesn't necessarily mean it has to, because like we talked about it off air, that when Gwen Stacy's dad, he says he's going to quit the force and no longer be captain, that doesn't break her universe. Like, uh, and and same thing when Miles, like so far, like when Miles's dad like died, he still like in the other universe he became a prowler. That like not having Spider Man there didn't break the universe; it just changed it. Like, when, like, like, so it's the thing is that what is canon? And honestly, when it, when a new Spider-Man pops up, who's to say what their canon events are? Yeah, yeah, like, like, so I, I'll be interested to to see what happens with that. Like, it, it, yeah, I, I want to know how they're going to get themselves out of it. whether that is called Beyond the Spider Verse suggests that essentially the the, the Spider Verse, the bad thing that Miguel's trying to prevent, will happen. And hopefully it'll be a bit like in Endgame of you know like or Infinity War where the snap did happen, and then something and, has to happen after that. Like, and the spiders, like all the spider people, have to come together to fix it. Yeah, something like that. Maybe like they'll all end up inside the spot or something. I don't oh. know. <laughs> Although like, the way it's making it seem like with the spot obviously being the main bad guy of the next one, it makes it seem like though uh, now that at the end of the movie. So spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it, but at the very end of the movie, Gwen. She ends up getting like uh, a, a her own little time or like universe hopper from Hobie, and like he builds his own. Which I also love that in the like in the middle of the movie when he meets uh, Miles, he tells him like, "Why do you want to join this team anyway?" Oh, because it's cool. They can jump from universes and they have these cool watches. Just build your own. Well, how am I supposed to do that? And then all the while, Hobie's stealing little pieces of technology so he can build yeah. his own watch. Yeah, which I I, I love that. I like when that was revealed. I was like, oh, that all adds up. It's fantastic. And so yeah, but like the, with doing that, he gives it to Gwen, and I love how uh, with doing like in, in doing so, she gets all the whole team together. She gets Spider Ham, uh, Spider Man Noir, Penny Parker, and then uh, Hobie and Poppy, and then and then also of course the the other Peter, the original Peter, like whatever. And like we get, she gets her own team of spider people together, and it makes it almost seem like they're gonna have a fight between the original spider team and like the, between Miguel's team and theirs. I, do you know what? I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because it was one of the, the few things that throughout the movie I was going like, 
Where is Spider-Noir? Where's Spider-Ham? Why haven't I seen the friends that we made in the first movie? And then they turned up at the very end, and I was like, and then, and then they were gone. So, so I am disappointed that I didn't see more of them. Like, because John Mulaney was in rehab at the time, and <laughs> I, <laughs> apparently that's the thing. Is that, yeah, he was in rehab in like 2022. Oh, oh shit. Oh. Well, so yeah, but okay. but yeah, like watch his newest special. He'll, he talks a lot you know, about it at length. Oh, oh, I will check that. I, I like John Mulaney a lot. But um, yeah, so I think that's the problem. There's he was in rehab, and maybe Nicolas Cage either was busy with another movie or just said no. <laughs> Nick Cage never says no. We've seen the movies that man's in. See, yeah, Han says it's an overall fun watch. Um, oh, not up Doctor Strange. Okay, he's it. Says, oh boy, I enjoyed it. It has some. It was something else, not the best pacing, but some different outcomes than usual. And yeah, yeah, this is for Doctor Strange. Agreed. It's a great movie. Multiverse of Madness and No and No Way Home were awesome movies. I think. I think, and I think they do really well establishing the multiverse. Was that Hans was talking earlier about um, the Justice League Dark Apocalypse War movie? Was it that? Uh, yeah. We at one point they started. Melvin also got on about uh, Paradox, Flashpoint Paradox, and Red Sun. But yeah, well, let me see if I can find that comment about. Yeah. Also, the... um, while you're looking for that, I'll just say uh, Mumatan um, or Mumtahan. I apologize. Uh, says when we get in the remaining Resident Evil audiobooks. I, I don't know. I really do want to do them. Actually, I keep thinking about them a lot. That I'd like to to get onto those. It's just it's just time. I got. I, I don't have that much time these days. Um, and obviously, I, I try and get at least one audiobook out there. But if if I'm able to at some point, I would like to start reading Resident Evil again. And I'll I'll go back and I'll do the Umbrella uh, it, or the Mansion conspiracy or whatever it is, and the Umbrella conspiracy. I think it is. Get onto that, and then we can do Nemesis, and we can do Underworld, and all that good stuff. Nice. And I'm and I'm also working on. I believe I I don't know if I told you that, but I'm working on uh, what's it called on uh, uh, Star Wars Republic Commando Hard Contact right now. I'm actually working yeah. on part. Yeah, I'm getting on part two right, and so I'm I'm waiting until you're done with Plagueis to start releasing those, so oh, that way I can have like I can have them all just like built up like like three or four parts already done, and so I can just release it that way. Very nice. Ah, oh, yes. I think people are going to like yeah. that. I hope so. I hope all you guys like my crappy Django Fett impression. <laughs> Excellent. Looking forward to it. Yeah, but see, Melvin Melvin said, or Hans is asking Melvin if he's seen Justice League Dark Apocalypse. Uh, I saw that movie, and that one gets that one gets crazy dark, and they have to do this whole, like, uh, Dark Side wins, he destroys, like, half the planet, and by the end of it, they actually have to get Flash to, like, do a Flashpoint Paradox. And like reset the universe, which is why we're in this new line of DC animated films. Like, there's a whole thing behind that, dude. That movie is it's crazy. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah, and then and then he also says, yeah, Melvin also talked about how Red Sun, how like uh, Flashpoint Paradox he liked, and then how Red Sun was was weird, and it's, be, and it's because of what if it was a story of what if Superman landed in Russia instead of America. Oh, and so he, interesting. he becomes yeah he becomes Russian Superman. And like he goes, he starts, he starts going a little 1984 on people. Oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah, and Batman is Russian too. There's like, like apparently the Green Lantern Corps becomes like Marines, like they're the Air Force. Like instead of Hal Jordan becoming Green Lantern, the U.S. government starts studying the ring technology and creates a bunch of rings and makes the Green Lantern Corps out of Marines. Oh damn! Yeah, it, it's kind of cool. Like it, it, I liked it, but it is a little weird. It's like a what if. Uh, you know, what if Superman was evil, kind of thing? Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. I, I mean, I feel like I feel like DC's done that a lot. Not, not, not gonna lie. 
feel like a lot of people have done that a lot. Like, you know, <laughs> Homelander, uh, Omni Man, like the Batman v Superman. Like everyone does evil Superman. Mm, yeah. All right, Let's DC. See. Whatever. <laughs> Justice League Dark Apocalypse what, what was ass. Wow, Mr. Action, tell us how you really feel. Ooh. Ooh. Hot takes. And Mr. See. Action's also working. Is that uh, the uh, web game magazines that you're working on, Mr. Action? Web game magazine? I'm not sure yeah. what that is. Yeah. Uh, so, da, da, da. Been licensed by IOX to make web game magazines. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Keep us keep uh, us uh, informed about that, Mister Action. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, all right, so here, let me see here. Uh, all right, so we're, now here. Here's my question: Is where do you think we're going to be going with this now? Like, we we're still like I said, we we this movie kind of left on a cliffhanger. They don't they didn't finish anything with Spot, nor did they finish anything with Miguel O'Hara. So, how do you think they're going to wrap that up in another two and a half hour movie? Yeah, I honestly don't know. I I really don't know what's going to happen with that. I'm trying to think of like what what needs to still be resolved. So they need to find out where he's got to. So now it, it, I think to the audience, it's obvious from what we see that if the spider was from Universe 42, he's ended up in Universe 42. Presumably, you'd like to think that uh, Miguel O'Hara and the Citadel of Ricks can figure out like that they can just look at their machine and go, oh, it sent him to, to Universe 42. Like, but but they, they, didn't, they didn't do that to follow him. They went to the universe they think that he's from. So mm -hmm. it'd be interested to see like what happens with that. Um, but I also, with that, I suspect that I can never remember, I can't remember the name of any of these spider people really, but the, the virtual spider woman who was working the machine, whether she's going to still continue to defend Miles and won't like let them know where he is. Maybe. That's a good point. Maybe she's like a double agent. That's that'd yeah. be interesting. Which I I also like. I did think it was kind of interesting that that happened in that movie. That like Miles is so into Gwen, like he you know like like, like he really fancies Gwen and wants to be with her and see her. But then but then a cute new chick turns up and he's like, oh hey, he, he's that meme of the guy like turning around from his girlfriend, like oh hey hi. Um, that so, is kind like, of what happened, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and like, and it's kind of fun because I was like, oh yeah, and they both kind of go, hey, hey, what you doing? <laughs> like, like, how you doing? I think it's because he got a little in insulted that she was with Hobie. It's like, oh, I see. I leave, and then you just go with the first guy. The kind of, yeah, mm, mm. Who, who, who does essentially feel like tall punk Miles? <laughs> it's just like, oh, you you went for a new me. So so that that'll be interesting. So they got that to figure out. He's got to get around his alternate versions, alternate self with him as Prowler. So I imagine there's going to be a lot of that. I imagine that's going to take like a good chunk of the movie is sort of dealing with the two versions of him and whether actually the, the Prowler version of him maybe becomes like a bigger villain, like that will be helping Miguel or something, chase him down or something along those lines. Um, but don't know. Don't know. Um, like I say, I, I, th I think that maybe the, the Spider-Verse will, the bad stuff that Miguel's trying to stop will happen, mm -hmm. and they'll just have to deal with the consequences of that rather than being able to avoid it entirely. Um, I would be interested to see Miguel, like, learn the lesson that's, like, in, in fact, you know, canon means nothing, or, like, or at the very least, 
like some some Spider-Men are not, you know, beholden to those canon events. Yeah. I I have a suspicion that maybe a key to this is gonna be the spot changing his mind on being a bad guy. Ooh. That would There's be interesting. Yeah, they're going to find out that the only person with the power to put this back together is the spot. And they have to kind of Steven Universe convince him to be a good guy and get him to put things back together. Maybe that'll be it. See, what I'd be interested in is that so let's let's say we do have a canon event. Like something happened. Like his let's say he he like it, all right, so spot like they have to work together like you know uh the team whatever maybe both spider teams end up forming teaming forces and actually taking down the spot like whatever let's let be like the first half hour of the movie will be the fighting like with them fighting spot and taking him down in doing so miles morales will save his father from dying but that'll and that'll cause like even with those spots down that'll still cause the the event that that causes like the universe to start crumbling but so how much you want to like my thought is this is that in doing so in trying to fix it and trying to like do whatever his mother ends up dying and that ends up inadvert inadvertently fixing like the the system like he ends up instead of losing his dad he loses his mom and he and in doing so also has to learn like oh shit you know they're right so, like sometimes things have to happen like sometimes some stuff like spider-man is like i said being spider-man is a uh sacrifice so yeah like even though you saved your dad you cannot save everyone it's like it's physically just not possible I think you are really onto something there. I uh, yeah, I, I think something like that will happen. His mom would be a good candidate for that. I did wonder whether Gwen will die. That whether we'll just do that again. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. So there was a weird part where she's like starts falling and he catches her with his web and she's just, and like they don't really mention they don't really like talk about it very much, but like she's falling for like slow motion for a second and he just grabs her with his web and she's like, Are you following me? And I'm like, uh, that was an interesting, that was an interesting shot right there. Yeah. And like, I, and she says it, she says the thing of like, in every universe, Gwen Stacy falls for Spider-Man, which I thought was a fun way of putting that. I was like, yeah, they do. And not yeah. in a good way. But in every universe, it, it never ends well. And I'm like, well, yeah, but that's also in this universe is where Peter, where uh, Gwen Stacy falls for Peter Parker, not yeah. for Miles Morales. So that, again, exactly. so what is a canon event really? Like, <laughs> yeah yeah so we'll we'll we'll, we'll see what happens I, I don't but know. yeah that's that's my thing especially with the way that they made it seem that like he, his relationship with his mom because like you know, they have the part in the parent-teacher conference where he's having a b he has a b plus in spanish and his mom snaps at him in puerto rican like i love that <laughs> she snaps it and then the puerto rican flag comes out like <laughs> like she's like what the hell man like you're you know like she has this whole thing about it about him and his and like you know his future and everything Later on at the party, same thing. She she lets she's like go go after your girlfriend. Like I understand you're a kid. Like do your thing. And I I feel like they're very much trying to build up that relationship, even though they're they, they're making it seem like the dad is the important one. I'm like, uh, uh dude, his mom's gonna die, and that's gonna break him so much more than his father's death ever would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I you're right. It would mean a huge amount. Hans has put in. Uh, into the, the chat saying objection uh miles should be his own character how about no dead relatives slash friends etc being more done than evil spot a uh, superman which i i do see where you're coming from and i do kind of agree the movie so far has this setup of like it, it, it's a core thing to spider-man of like having that that moment which is interesting because because he could already have that because he already had it with his uncle like he had his uncle die and like that was like that moment in the first movie so 
I maybe they could get away without it having ha- without having it happen again. I, I I don't know. I don't know. Ooh, the fourth survivor also asking for more Resident Evil audiobooks. Thank you. Um I, nice. I would like to at some point. I really would. I really would. I'll, I'll try to even get back on it. Perhaps since we're gonna have another Star Wars book from Gilbert, when that's happening, I can do Resident Evil. Hell yeah. Maybe we can do that. So I real quick I want us to I want to put this out here. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna say what this is. I just want you guys to go click on this link at your own risk and and understand that this is this is a horrible whoever made this joke. Y'all are going to hell. Ooh. What? Yeah. Give, give I, mean, I was just, <laughs> I went to YouTube and I clicked, I, I looked up just like I clicked in Spider-Verse and that's one of the first things that popped up. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. So like I said, click on that link at your own risk, but that's apparently that's what a canon event is. I, I appreciate that the joke is like because because it does show the morality of of Miguel O'Hara. I was like, you let that happen? Would you let that happen, Miguel? Because it's a canon event. Yeah, but he just make an interesting point. Like during that whole conversation that they were like, Uncle Ben. If it hadn't been for Uncle Ben, like none of us would be here. Or if it hadn't been for the death of Gwen Stacy, or you know, for like the death of Captain State, like most of us would not be the Spider Man that we are. And it's that's very much true. Like a lot of a lot of what makes Spider Man who he is is the fact that Uncle Ben died because he was fucking around. Like so, I so it makes the question like it doesn't necessarily mean break the universe, but what happens in a universe where Spider Man doesn't let or Uncle Ben doesn't die? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's it's it, it it'd be interesting to see. You know, it's I I don't know. It, it, it's like all sorts of things. You know, like hmm. I think that should happen because of the multiverse thing. I, I think we should have space for a, a Spider-Man that has not had like their Uncle Ben or their Uncle Ben equivalent die. Um, but I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. It, it depends what you want to do with Spider-Man, I suppose. You know, like if, if you want to have that real core thing of like the entire point of is that with great power comes great responsibility, understanding that there are costs to these things that you can't just be having fun, then I get why it might be seen as integral to a Spider-Man story. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel like you could probably do that. Like, to be honest, I feel like I feel like if you did so, like, I, I know it didn't work the same way, but like with the, with this, the Spider-Woman that's disabled, like 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 it'd be interesting if you had like like rather than that was just where they were already disabled and the, the superpowers didn't fix it, which I understand why they're doing. That's a good point there, saying you know just because someone's disabled doesn't mean that they cannot be a superhero. You know, like like if they've got superpowers, why could they not use superpowers in a wheelchair? I completely get that, and I like what they're doing there. But also, like, what if what if the Spider Person like disabled themselves through being Spider Man? You know, oh. like. Like like, oh, like, 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 and that was the thing. And it's, it's, it's like instead of losing your family member, like you change your life permanently. Something bad happens to you because you were Spider Man, and you take it on you rather than the usual thing of all oh, the people around you get hurt. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting point. Is that yeah? What if Spider Man had to had to deal with the consequences not in their family but on themselves? Yeah, like yeah, like, like, like you could do that in loads of different ways. See, and so yeah, and here we said with Melvin. But if Miles was never meant to be Spidey, then he wouldn't have a canon event. Uh, yes, which is true. Like I, th- I, that's my thing. Is I feel like Miguel O'Hara, he's kind of like correlating some of these. Like he does, he does show his uncle Aaron dying, and and correlate that with the same like as Uncle Ben or as you know Gwen Stacy dying or whatever, or in Gwen, in Spider Gwen's case, Peter Parker dying. So like yeah, they do show that, but at the same time, like you like you said. Uh, Miles Morales not supposedly not supposed to be, not to be uh, he's not supposed to be Spider Man so yeah his canon events would technically not apply in that universe 
Like it's yeah. interesting. It's an interesting thought. But I, I'm interested to see what happens in this new universe now that he now that he's actually there with the with you know the with Miles forty two. Like, yeah, it'd be interesting to see, to see that because, like, as well, the the logic net doesn't necessarily add up for me. Because then, like, if that if that universe doesn't have a Spider Man, they they show it. You know, it looks like um, the alternate timeline from Back to the Future Two, where Biff, Biff took over. You know, and everything's full of crime and stuff. Like, um, like, but but if, if that universe doesn't have a Spider Man and breaking away from these events can literally destroy the universe and a big void appears, well, hasn't that? Why is Universe Forty Two still around? How would how does that exist without its Spider-Man at all? See, that's my thing. Is that like exactly because Spider-Man didn't exist? Like in, in theory, Peter Parker is either somewhere around in that universe or he died. Yeah. So I'm like, with that, with that in mind, or maybe that's the thing. What if that universe was was the universe where Miles was supposed to become Spider-Man? Like, and the reason he and it, because he didn't, he ended up becoming Prowler instead. Hmm. It'd be interesting to see. See, I, that's so. There's here's my here's my thing about that. Is that yeah? The the spider came from Alchemax, but why did it? Why did it choose to bite Miles? Like why did it? Like it came from Alchemax because they popped it into this universe from Universe Forty Two, and then it somehow escaped, and then ended up in the in the sewers and chose to bite Miles. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe there's something to do there with like that. Miles was the person supposed to be bit, but not that Miles. The Miles from from Universe Forty Two. Yeah, yeah. So it'd, be, it'd be interesting to see like like where they go with that. I, I, I'm concerned. That it won't make much sense at the end of it. That there will be big plot holes. <laughs> I I hope not. Like some people say that there already are plot holes. They say that like I see some people who talk about how like they arbitrarily like change some of the rules from the first one, mm-hmm. which I don't I don't necessarily know about. I don't know if that's ne- if that's necessarily true. But yeah, it, it's like let me see if I could find the comment I I saw the other day. These stories like these are, are notoriously difficult to do, and it's it's not like you know like things like Endgame and the Infinity War stuff are uh, like perfect. So I I can let some things slide if I feel like the story has been satisfying enough. But yeah, I, I'm I'm that that's one of my concerns is that ultimately it just won't feel satisfying because it feels like it doesn't make sense. Hmm. Yeah. So okay, I can't seem to find it was on Twitter somewhere, but yeah. At any rate. The point is that yeah, like it. It seems that some people are are thinking that this is like they're kind of painting themselves into a corner here, and I don't I don't necessarily know if they are. Hmm. I I think that it, it's we have to just kind of wait and see. It might not be very good. Like the third one might not be good. Who knows? It might be the worst of the trilogy. But all I know is that we just gotta we we can't be sitting here being like, oh, it's gonna suck after this movie. I'm like, uh, we gotta we gotta wait and see. Maybe they stick the landing. Although maybe it ends up becoming like a three hour movie. <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know like let's uh, as long as we don't have a like a really poorly done girl power moment with all the female spider people like that would be nice i mean i think it i think this movie did a fine enough job of being equal opportunity for both men and women spiders like for, for both a, a disabled and non-disabled you know what i mean like, yeah no it, 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 it was pretty inclusive yeah yeah it, it, it's an inclusive movie and I, I really appreciate it for that um, I, yeah, no, I, 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 there's so much to like about this movie. Also, one of the greatest parts: stop, Spider-Man! You, 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 and they all do like the Spider-Man meme. <laughs> I like the idea that like all Spider people are like susceptible to that. 
it's like their one weakness is they can all become memes at any point and they even had the 60s animated spider-man turn up that's which right. is quite nice how useful can he really be honestly he, <laughs> like miles like zips right past him because he's 2d like how how useful can he really be to them he's he's simple rick i, I, I think is what he is simple, <laughs> like... he's simple rick <laughs> that's good <laughs> which one is doofus rick probably spider ham yeah, maybe. Yeah, I just, yeah. Just, uh, I don't know if I should even be talking about Rick and Morty anymore. But I was like, th th yeah. this whole this whole plot line is too similar to like so much stuff they did in that cartoon that I'm like, it, it's we're all gonna I'm, notice it. I was gonna say I'm glad you mentioned uh, the 19 the the fucking uh, what's it called the Back to the Future because I was gonna I, I was thinking about making that joke of like we skewed into this alternate 1985 where Uncle Aaron is alive and and porking your mother Miles. I'm like <laughs> that's the, that's the totally what I got is that like yeah oh yeah Uncle Aaron and his mom are like <laughs> maybe I'm just projecting there but I'm just like ah, I feel like he's the, he'd be that kind of guy. I don't know. I, I did like some things about that. Like I, I liked that like they showed that like how he's he's like giving her money, uh, you know, like like oh we're family. And, I, and so I kind of appreciate that it is like in this world it is like where the crime side kind of took over. Um mm -hmm. like also that like Uncle Aaron is like not stupid and he's like, You are not my miles. <laughs> like, yeah, I, like, you, like you're very much you're acting different, your hair is different, just everything about him. Yeah. Although it does seem interesting how he's just like he has the sense to tie him up and put his put gloves on him. So it shows that someone know they know something about that Miles, like or they know something about about the multiverse. Mm. Yeah. So it, it'd be interesting to to see how that goes. I I do I do want to see more of that story because it just seems really cool. Yeah. I I want to see how like all right. Let's do this the last time. My name is Miles Morales. I'm the Prowl, and like you should see how he became the Prowler. Oh, that would be cool. I see. Oh yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to that. That'd be nice. Well, because they because they kept that going that whole thing of like throwing the comic book down and being like I'm you know whatever and I'm the one and only Spider Man like that was really cool that they kept that that uh, trend going and they made it again they actually like work with everyone they did it to mm. oh yeah so I'll I'd be interested to see them do that with like a, a more sinister version with the Prowler let's see here all right so I think we're pretty much we pretty much talked most of this movie i i mean we, we we've made a few uh predictions we asked we asked the, the pool or the group or the chat what they thought uh i guess i'll, I'll put in a rating like it now comes down to the ultimate like question harrison is it better than the first one like what, what do you rate this movie and is it better than the first one i like this movie i think i enjoy the first one more like i i think because the first one and certainly right now because the first one is a much better like contained story it does have that sequel bait at the very end of it but like you could literally have never made a sequel to this movie and it would still work um so i i i really i really like the first movie so I, I i can't say that i prefer this movie over that one i think the first movie the story's so good the soundtrack's so good i think it looks amazing um i love everything they do i love like the the fisk that they have in it i yeah I adore that film. So this one's good. I think I'm going to give it like a, because I don't prefer it compared to the, the first movie, I think I'm going to give it like a four out of five, maybe a 4.5 out of five, just to show that like, I I don't think it is the best. Um, and I'm really, really hopeful for the third one, but it's yeah. Nah, I'd, like I, I'm, I'm not, I'm probably never going to sit down and watch this movie on its own. 
you know what I mean? Like, 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 like in the future, there's never going to be a time where I'm like, ah, oh, do you know what? I don't really want to watch the others. I'm going to just watch Across the Spider Verse. I'll have to like watch it as a double bill with the, the, this and the, the third first movie. One. Yeah, that's a that's a fair point. You, without the first one, this one is is lesser. So I'll I'll agree to that. The first one is better, if only because this one wouldn't be as good if the first one didn't exist. Yeah, yeah, and and I think you know like it's going to be hard to watch this again, knowing that it, that it doesn't go somewhere. You know, like, like like so, if there's a point where I can stream or have Blu-rays or something of the second and third movies, I'll probably always be watching them together. You know, like one night you watch this, and then the next night you watch the third movie, so that I can oh, get yeah. that full story. Yeah, and I'm interested. Like I, like I said, I'm interested to see how where they go with the third one. I really hope it sticks the landing and makes this like trilogy one of the best Spider-Man trilogies of all time. Because right now, as we, as it stands, the best Spider-Man trilogy is probably going to be the Tobey Maguire one. Well, ugh, mm-hmm. eh, that's not true. no, that's not true. The first, the, the best Spider-Man movie is probably Spider-Man Two, and then that's then after that is No Way Home. So, yeah, because like, like I think I think as a trilogy, I mean, yeah, that that third one does spoil it for me with the the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, and yeah. I, and I and I really like the Marvel, uh, the the MCU Spider-Man movies. Like that first one, I love. It's one of my favorite Spider-Man movies ever. Like I think it really captures like a teenage Spider-Man oh. really well. I really yeah, enjoy like it. Yeah, home like Homecoming. So, oh, exactly. That's a good point. The Marvel Spider-Man trilogy is is really good. Yeah, Spider-Man yeah. One was lit. <laughs> Spider-Man one was lit. Uh, I, eh, I would agree to that. Like I think Spider-Man two was better, but yeah, Spider-Man one was good. Far from Home was ass though. <laughs> yeah, that's because they that's because they botched Quentin Beck. Because <laughs> they totally botched Mysterio. <laughs> Well, not totally. They, they, his powers were more or less like that. That was pretty spot on using like the drones and shit. But his his origins, like I used to work for Stark. He called my thing fart. Boo! Like, uh, just, just stop being a little whiny bitch, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> I mean, like we, uh, it might be here on this channel. I think it is on this channel that we have the audio comic we made of like his first comic appearance. And I'll honestly say that I think that <laughs> the Quentin Beck origin there was better than like when he's like, I was a special effects man. I had spring boots and suction cups on my feet so I could walk on walls. I'm like, all right, sure thing, Stan. Oh, the 90s. Good, good times. Uh, oh, my God. Okay, so I, I mean, I'm going to be right there with you. I'll give it about a 4, maybe a 4.5, because it was not bad. It, it was really, really good, but it was not as good as the first one. And, yeah, it, it did a lot. It, it was trying to do a lot in, in like, a short amount of time. And that's what yeah. ended up leading it to be so as long as it was. Yeah, yeah. But and I still – I'm I'm looking forward to the next one. Yeah, I, which which I, I'm expecting to also be long, because they've got so much stuff to work out. Um, it, it'll be interesting. and you know, The we'll four-hour extended cut. I mean, yeah, like the, the, this is. Hopefully, there will be a like a decent Blu-ray set or something with this, with loads of extras and stuff that we can see. Because this is one of those movies where, like, I think there's going to be loads of interesting stuff to see about how it was made, the art oh, direction, yeah. the stuff that they put in, the stuff they chose to put in, so they chose to take out. I think it'd be fascinating. Oh yeah, I know it's not a Marvel Studios thing, but I would definitely watch like a Disney Plus, like the Assembled or whatever, like their the documentary and how they made it. I would oh, definitely yeah. watch that. Oh hell yeah, yeah. So all right, everybody. I think that's where we're gonna wrap it up here. Uh, yeah, if you if you want to just let us know real quick before before we head out where you where you rated it, I'll I'll shout you out real quick. But until that time, thank you to Justin, to Hans, to uh, Mumtahan, to uh, Mr. Action, to uh, let's see, we had Melvin is in here. We had Peaky in there for a minute. Tasha, 
We had a, we had a few people in here. But yeah, yeah. Uh, the fourth survivor, uh, I think, was in here. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Yeah. So if all you guys, everyone who, if I forgot your name, if I, if I forgot to call you out, I apologize. But yeah, thank you guys all for watching. If you still are, you guys are awesome. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment below. Uh, check out our other videos. Check out Harrison's audiobooks, our other podcasts. I have no idea what we're going to be doing next week for our podcast, but they were, we're going to be doing something good. So, you know, get ready for it. <laughs> I, I, I had that sitting there the whole time. I'm like, I, there's going to be a time when I'm going to be able to use this this episode. And I never did. Also, also this one. That's a cute outfit. Did your husband give it to you? I, thought, I love that line for some reason. It's like the funniest thing. <laughs> I also have that one with the the J. Jonah Jameson laughing and the no from the 90s, but yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to use Spider-Man stuff this episode, but I didn't do it. <laughs> also, uh, rated T for Toxicus. I just noticed you were in the chat as well. Hello, thank you for being yeah, here. Yeah, that, that is Tasha. Yeah, T, T for Toxicus. That is uh, ah. that's Dead Guy's sister. Ah. A good editor could fix it quickly, I think, or could fix it easily. Thanks, Gilbert and Harry. And oh, Mr. And Melvin gives it a six. All right, that's not bad. Or, yeah, or a four point five. No, four point five out of five. Yeah, we give it yeah. So so for you, you give it a three out of five. Mr. Action gives it a nine out of ten. Nice. And so yeah, thank thank you all for watching. Thanks for being here. Thank you for being an, uh, a subscriber and a night of fulcrum. You guys rock. And remember, we are all fulcrum. So we will see you guys next time.